I don't think it overstates things to say that the Beatles were the greatest gift to entertainment and culture of our time, a secular religion, if you will, with their universal appeal and demonstrable impact on people's lives. I'm Robert Rodriguez, host of Something About the Beatles. With every episode, I speak with historians, musicians, artists, and Beatle witnesses, all in the service of fresh insights into the most joyous cultural entity the world has ever known. I hope you'll join me and listen to Something About the Beatles, now on Evergreen and wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome live from the Gorge, Bruce and Nolan here, the corner of Gray Street podcast. Bruce, it is hours before the show and uh, got some interesting news uh, to share and break. Uh, Why don't you tell the people what's going on out here? Yeah, so we got a uh, notification from the band that there have been some uh, COVID issues, apparently, and an alternative format um, is going to be donned for the weekend. And Nolan, apparently it is, um, we've received word that it's going to be a Dave and Tim show tonight. Um, and we're not sure exactly what's going on the rest of the weekend, but apparently we're going to see a Dave and Tim show tonight. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, we have to be cool with that, I guess. Right. It is what it is at this point. Um, the band has been great about COVID so far and no interruptions or anything, but um, yeah, we believe the alternative format is Dave and Tim tonight. Um, not sure about Saturday or Sunday, but yeah, you're going to see Dave and Tim tonight. And, um, that's a treat, I guess. We've never seen that before at the Gorge. Um, we don't think, and, uh, we've clearly never seen it cause we've never been here. Uh, but not what we were expecting night one, but I'm sure it's going to be great. Nonetheless, hopefully, hopefully they crank up the audio on the lawn cause that's where we're sitting. But, uh, that's, that's what's happening. We'll see what happens. We'll wait for official word, obviously. So take this with our own grains of salt. Um, but this is just what we've heard and what we're passing on. So cheers to a good night and a good weekend. And hopefully to whomever is affected, stay safe, stay uh, stay healthy, and hopefully feel better. And um, here's to our first Gorge weekend. Yeah, we'll check back in with everybody throughout the weekend. And uh, everyone have a, a good show tonight. And yeah, we'll see what it's uh, what it's going to be like. But cheers yeah cheers all right everybody welcome back to the corner of gray street podcast night one review time nolan we left everybody off with a bit of uncertainty we broke some news sort of we didn't release some of the details uh dave actually announced it about 10 minutes after uh we recorded we beat him to it though yeah we we broke the news over dave so Hopefully some of you got that info from us before Dave said it on stage. I mean, we need credit for this, just like Adam Schefter wants it for his breaking stories. <laughs> Nolan, um, tell the fans that may not know, and then those that obviously do know, just give them a recap of what actually did happen and what we knew as we walked into the venue. Yeah, so we found out that 
Carter and Fonz tested positive for COVID and would not be performing uh, last night and probably not for the whole weekend. Um, so kind of went into it thinking it was going to be Dave and Tim and, um, you know, didn't want to speculate too much, but figured, well, if Rashawn, Jeff, Buddy were available, then of course they're going to play. They're not going to come all the way out here to sit and watch Dave and Tim, <laughs> even though maybe they wanted to do that. But uh, no, it was awesome. And then we thought maybe some friends might join them on stage, which did happen, um, some, some of the openers. So, I mean, first, let's just like, we had all that going on leading up to the show. No one knew what was happening. Then Dave comes out and announces it. Everyone knows. So it was a weird feeling going into the show. But Very weird. But did not take away from that first initial crest of the hill at the gorge. It was, it looked like a painting. It did not look real. I still can't get over it. There's not a lot like it. It really, really, truly isn't. Um, and it's so steep. So you're looking from the top of the lawn so far down. It looks like just such a huge drop, and it is. Um, and pictures just don't do it justice. Um, or I guess it does, because every time you see a picture, you're like, wow, that's perfection. And it yeah. really is. Um, and we'll get in a lot earlier today. So we'll get to see, we'll get to have the full experience, the cresting of the hill with not many people there. Mm -hmm. um, the full sunset, we'll just see the entire thing go down, watch a little bit more music. And then, Nolan, we have the potential to see these musicians that will be opening for Dave tonight be on stage a lot more than I think they bargained for. Yeah, which uh, is probably good news for them. I know the openers were like, what in the world is going on? But what an opportunity for them. Um, gosh, they, uh, they killed it last night, and we'll go go through a breakdown of it all but yeah just first first gorge reaction was i can't believe we're actually here uh <laughs> almost 20 years of wanting to come here and now we're here and you know we talked about it last night but one of the most maybe the most unique show in dmb history and bruce and i have now seen uh probably the three three out of the top five like most important shows in DMB history since 2000. <laughs> Intriguing, important. Yeah, just uh, uh, historically crazy. One being... sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. One being Jeff's first show with the band after Roy's accident. Two being the return of the band um, in Raleigh this past year. And now tonight, the first uh, DMB show without Carter Beaufort. Shoot, and the last one, 2010. The last show of the 2010 tour. the last tour. show of the that 2010 tour when they went on their first uh, kind of hiatus... Yeah, that was uh, that was hyped up and very, very. What's what's gonna happen? Here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. if we're going to a show, something weird is probably gonna happen, <laughs> I guess. So we'll also throw in trench coat guy at Charlottesville in 06, and Damn we've it. we've seen a lot of crazy stuff over we, the years. We really have. And last yeah. night was nothing short of crazy. Yeah. And we'll get into what can potentially happen with that craziness the rest of the weekend, probably later on. But we'll go ahead and get after the show, Nolan. Um, obviously, we're chilling there on the lawn and not really sure how they'll come out, but we're kind of thinking, okay, uh, Dave and Tim probably to start, you know, harking back to the acoustic sets, maybe Dave's solo. We didn't really talk about it right. too, too much. We were just kind of there and, like, on the edge of our butts. Like, We'll see what happens. What's going to happen? They had that more intimate stage set up. Things were brought in yeah. a little closer. There was a drum kit on stage, right. so we're like, huh. So the drums are going to happen. There were the horns. Um, there keys. was an acoustic, yep, keys. Acoustic, acoustic guitar. guitar for Tim yep. that we saw. So we were like, okay, there is going to be Dave and Tim situation here. Yep. Um, 
Outcomes Dave, you know, speaks a little about about the situation, but is ready to get on with the weekend, I guess. Um, and he kicks it off in true fan of the podcast fashion with none other than Gray Street featuring the third verse. Oh yeah, solo, six string solo to start the weekend. <laughs> it was awesome. Our wives were so pumped uh, for us. Uh, oh yeah, man. It was awesome. At the Gorge with our gorgeous wives. Most certainly a nod to the pod from Dave. Um, So thanks, Dave. We appreciate it. We know that you're listening and you were listening yesterday. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But that was, it was truly incredible. Crowd obviously went nuts when he comes out of the second chorus when everyone knows that it's coming and then goes nuts again um, when he actually goes through with the third verse and says Gray Street, not Main Street. Yes. And also just a... uh, talking about this with friend of the pod Alex and uh, just belting out Gray Street is like just one of the best things live and then to do it I took special note of it for this show because at the gorge you could still see the sun was still like a little visible and it was just awesome to see and the Dave Wells on Gray Street to open the show tough to beat <laughs> hell of an experience um, and we have some fans of the pod obviously groupies walking by right now so don't mind them if they take Woo! if they take their shirts off we would not be surprised <laughs> boomer <laughs> um and then so dave goes right after that um he talks a little tells a little story about Leroy and what a cool thing that was um he was kind of strumming ants very slowly and, and he played it that like dave teased little, a little slow play little of slow ants. ants and um he told us that you know, he used to play that and played it for Leroy, and Roy was like, man, you got to speed that shit up. I remember a long, long time ago when I was writing this song. It was a real slow little song. And, uh, and uh, I was sitting with Leroy, and he said, uh, that's kind of what it went like. He said, you gotta speed that shit up. And then started <laughs> Ants, and that was, I mean, <laughs> wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, Gray Street, Ants, Dave Solo to start the weekend. Pretty amazing. Yeah. Nah, I didn't really have any expectations, but I didn't expect two of their biggest hits to be played <laughs> in the very beginning. Yeah. Uh, but... Gosh, it was awesome. What a start to the show. And then Dave Solo keeps it going with a song that he says he doesn't play a whole lot. And we wish he did because it's one of maybe the most underrated DMB song, I think, uh, Virginia in the Rain. And it is just so good, especially Dave Solo. And his intro to it was awesome. One of the highlights of the night for me. Yeah, he was playing something a little different, um, and that was cool. It almost seemed like, I don't know if he's done that one before. We'll have to know. go back into the Dave Solo archives just to see. Yeah. But it seemed like a new riff that he kind of was messing around with and then kicked into the song.
Those chompers and Amagansa didn't get it, that's for sure. But we did. <laughs> we got it. So, I mean, that was awesome. Uh, and that, that song is so long, too. It, like, it feels like it's never going to end. Yeah. And I was sad when it did, but it was... Man, what a performance by Dave. It was really, really good. That And that song hit hit the right way last night. Um, yeah. And then right after that is Mr. Tim Reynolds. He mm. comes out, and they open with uh, none other than you know a drop D song, Bartender. Bartender! Give, the, give us the intro. Yeah, give the Neil Everett intro, um, <laughs> the extended Dave and Tim intro, which is beautiful. Dave wailing right into Bartender. Great, great version. Um, not too much to say about it besides it's great. It Dave's just, voice sounded great. It was awesome. Tim comes out. He's super loud. Dave's guitar is super loud. Oh. And then I think Dave noodled a little bit, and they go right into two-step. Yeah. I mean, no no uh, lyrical intro. No. Um, Seemed like for a second he was going to. Yeah. And then uh, he was like, oh, no, it's time to start. Yeah. He, yeah, it was something like that. It was like, yeah. maybe I've been playing this intro for too long. And then went right into that. And that was fantastic. Yeah. Um, they crushed that. Tim was just amazing. Um, and then another one of their better songs, Line Our Graves. I mean, we're just boom, 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 hitting all of these hits um, right mm-hmm. here at the beginning. And Tim, of course, slaying the solo there. Oh that is God. one of their better songs. That's um, a, D, a D&T staple. And then we, so is Bartender, so is yeah. Two Step. So is the next song, Crush. I mean... At this point in the show, we're like, where are they going to play the rest of the weekend? Because <laughs> Dave even said at one point, he's like, I think it was after Ants. Don't blow it all at the beginning. Or don't blow like it that. all at the beginning. So, I don't know. He kind of did. Yeah, he, he did. <laughs> he and he continued went it. for it. They continued it right after Crush, which was kind of like the Dave and Tim closer there. Yeah. Um, and then out comes the rest of the guys. Um, yeah. So, Buddy came out, uh, Rashawn and Jeff joined them up on stage, and then we've got Buddy on keys, Tim on, he switched to electric, yep. right here, yep. um, and Jeff and Rashawn, and they play Warehouse with the stand, with the, uh, um, whatever you want to call it, passion, passion intro. whatever intro. And um, that sounded weird without drums. It did. It sounded great, but I was like, especially that intro, is so <laughs> drum heavy, yep. with the lights flashing, I mean, that was weird, but it was... It was so cool. It was. It was. Great, great warehouse. Yeah. Um, still had that kind of salsa-ish jam. Mm-hmm. Um, Buddy had a piano part. Yeah. Rashawn came in, um, and I think he was playing. He had the mute on his trumpets mm-hmm. just to keep him a little bit lower down. The Come Tomorrow um, mute with the elephant on it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. He's so good. Him on muted trumpet is like that's some jazz at its yeah. best. Yeah. It was great. It was great. Another, it was an awesome version. And then yep. they go, uh, they played What Would You Say, which is great. Great Jeff solo there. What a run to start um, the show. Just ridiculous. I mean, that's nine songs in, and, like, <laughs> we wouldn't have drawn it up like that uh-uh. going into it, for sure. No, no. Classics, we were, too. Nothing rare. No, exactly. And that was the thing. You know, there's nothing overly, I guess, shocking. But at the time when you have a different lineup, anything is kind of shocking. Um, and you just don't know at all what's coming. Yeah. As opposed to, you know, standard D&B shows. You can kind of start guessing what's coming, yeah, based on stuff. But we could. There's no way with this stuff. No. Um, 
and then every day. So this was kind of the um, let's slow things the, down. The, the take fact, a break. Yeah, I was gonna say like a de facto ballad-ish. Let's let the crowd kind of sing, buddy sing. Yeah, I um, think Dave even mentioned at one point like we're gonna need y'all's help. Yeah, and thanks for the help. Thanks and, for the help. So that was crowd that was, was into a good one. It. Buddy crushed it. Uh, man, his vocals were dynamite. Yeah, in this one, he's. Uh, Buddy was the MVP of the show. I mean, we'll get into for that. me, we'll oh, get into yeah. it. But obviously, I mean, so was T- Tim was incredible too. And for Dave to, I mean, he entertained the crowd single-handedly at one point um, to start the show. But how, yeah, how unreal. intimidating? How intimidating for yeah. Dave? I know. And gosh, it didn't stop there. I mean, now they go tripping Billies, which we're just like, what in the world? They're playing <laughs> all of these all-time DMV classics. With the intro, with the nature. With the nature intro. Uh, it was so good. It was um, really good. Standard, but again, weird not hearing Carter. Uh, I'd say... Yes. I would say Warehouse and Billy's the most were like, wow. This yeah. is, it sounds different. really different. Way um, different. But then we get drums on this next song, and it's a tour debut, The Maker. Dave, Dave, man, he looks over, and Buddy goes... Buddy, can you play the drums? Yeah, I wonder if Buddy can play the drums. And Buddy stands up, and sure enough, gets behind the kit. I wonder if Buddy, I wonder if Buddy could, I wonder if Buddy could play the drums. We're kind of like, okay, he's gonna keep a straight groove for the rest of the night. That's cool. Um, and Tony Hall on bass guitar comes out, and Dave intros the song. Tony um, Hall was with Dumpster Funk. Yes, um, bassist for Dumpster so Funk. Brought him some out. of y'all may know him as bassist on the Dave and Friends tour and on the uh, Some Double. Double album. Yep. Um, so that a sign was awesome. of things to come because they. Uh, delved into that but first Dave also said um, you know this song he introduced Tony Hall and said you know he played with us on a long time ago and um, he said Tony also played bass on the original version of this song we were like oh and we were like oh some devil song I guess nope yeah. the maker which is so such an incredible thing that Dave did that he knows Tony played on this song that's, it, um, that's insane and you know, that they love playing this song, so it's not like a DMV rarity. Well, it's kind of rare, but it's not like a thing that's new to us. But, yeah. you know, he brought Tony out, made sure to play that it was a song that he was comfortable on, and they yeah. they crushed it. It was beautiful. I think that's the first time I've seen the Maker full, like, full band, seen it, Dave and Tim. Um, that was your first was, full band? Maker? So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So. What a noob, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Where have you seen it? I'm still dominating you in the covers. Where have you seen it? I've seen it everywhere. Speaking of covers, we have a lot to cover and covers to cover coming up. But this was this was a great version of one. I'm really yeah. glad. I think this is actually the point in time in the show when I kind of we were sitting down uh, because we had a good vantage point on the lawn and where I got really relaxed to where this yeah. beautiful music was coming from stage and I'm just like, man, I could lean back, close my eyes, I'm here at the gorge and let this music just take me oh, yeah. take me to sleep kind of thing. But not in a this is boring way in a wow this is good this is perfect this is really relaxing and really good but that song was fantastic and you know buddy was good on drums here um we noticed that okay he can do a little bit more than a straight line groove but coming up next nolan is where we really started getting a feel with uh for what buddy could do yeah another tour debut save me and uh i think dave said yeah and uh Tony Hall also played on the studio version of this song. <laughs> and then he had a funny thing where he was like, Jeff has also played with Tony Hall before. Rashawn has played with Tony Hall before. Tim has played with 
Tony Hall before. And now Buddy's playing with him. And now Buddy's playing with him. <laughs> it was funny. Dave was entertaining the whole night and uh, very talkative. And uh, Save Me was one of my highlights of the night. It was. And man. it's not usually, but this version was special. Yeah, because there, <laughs> and th this was also another theme. You know, we normally see Rashawn kind of conducting the band, saying like, "Okay, we're going here." If they had, you know, if there's a rare song or something they don't play a lot, Rashawn needs to keep them. Oh yeah, shit, we need to be in this section. Yeah. Well, Dave and Rashawn were tasked with this this time, and Dave was really trying to get them. And I think it was at the end of Maker. There were a couple other ones where he was kind of like bringing them, like, "Hey, we're closing it here." Yeah. He did it on Save Me. I think they tried to stop the song four times. Three times? At least, I think it was three. And Tony, two two of the times where at least Tony was like, nope. Do, do. I think one time Buddy kept playing. Buddy kept playing one time, so it was almost like, no, no, and, Dave. And hey, they yeah. were smiling. They were loving it. Yeah, and but Dave was also like, what? <laughs> yeah, the, there was one time where he was like, whoa, hey. Yeah. No, like, actually, I just ended the song, and they didn't. And then Tony kept playing, and it was just like awkward but awesome and then buddy brought it back and they like <laughs> they did that three times it's definitely it worth a so listen cool. and if you can catch a video of it i'm sure there's um especially if it's an up close video hopefully someone will have that because i'm sure there were some classic reaction yeah uh, facial reactions there it was funny we're on um, the lawn we're just like what are they doing just it <laughs> is what they were doing they were yeah. doing it and um, they did it again with another Some Devil song with Gravedigger uh, coming in. And Solid. You know, obviously not a super rare Some Devil song for us, but something that was really, really good. Sounded a lot like the album version, yeah. I thought. Um, and was good. I don't remember a whole lot about it, to be honest. Um, but I do remember Stay or Leave coming in, and that was uh, another beautiful one. Um, yeah. Obviously, yet another Some Devil song. Um, Making it easy on Tony Hall. Yes. Since he played on all these, he knows them. Um, and they kept that going with So Damn Lucky next, which probably uh, two of our favorites from, they were, from Some Devil, obviously. They were fantastic. Really, really good. And this was the point in the show where it was getting a little to where... Um, needed a pick-me-up. Needed a pick-me-up a little yeah. bit. Um, and the, the kind of the, another reason for that was because of the lack of volume in the drums. Yeah, Buddy was definitely turned down. He was turned down, but let me tell you guys something, especially on Save Me and Stay or Leave, he did not miss a note. He was adding he fills was that Carter it. does. Yeah. Stuff like that. Not a straight line groover. Okay, Buddy can crush the drums, and he was getting... Oh, he was getting into it. Into it. Yeah. Um, so don't sleep on Buddy Strong on the drums. I think I hope we see more of him doing that because that was awesome yeah um well now he's got all day to practice he so. does he does but say <laughs> i save don't know your if energy. he even needs it save your energy buddy i mean he's got so much energy it's unbelievable i will say this i will i'll never say a bad thing about buddy strong After that guy yesterday. is an, he's, he's incredible he's so talented he also plays bass apparently uh, plays bass too we'll so see i guess who that, knows what a welcome addition to the band and uh was just texting with a buddy and he's like man if this had happened, like, back when Butch was on keys, Carter and Fonz go down, like, they're probably pretty screwed. Yeah, I mean... They'd probably I mean, bring in the opener drummer. Yeah. But then, you know, how familiar are they with the songs? Yeah, then you're going to get... Probably would have been straight Dave and Tim. Yeah. If, uh, back in the day, but... Um, and throw in some, like, they probably bring in the keys and maybe some horns and yeah. just don't worry about the percussion, maybe. Yeah. Um, who knows? But so, back on sort of topic, I guess, Buddy, yeah. we love Good you. Good segue here. Yeah. 
Um, because it's so damn lucky segued. Into because the song. end of it, and we had this in, was it Raleigh, that we had the thank you sing along? We did. Now So Damn Lucky has the thank you outro. Well, it really had a thank you outro, because we got a full band thank you for letting me be myself again. Um, <laughs> Tour debut. And it was really funky. Tony um, and Tim just, I mean, it sounded fantastic. Obviously, Dave and Friends has played this yeah. uh, a lot. They played this way before DMV did. Tony sang on this one? Yes. And Him so and Dave they were not. Took over. They were had. They didn't skip a beat here, and that was. Well, and also for this, uh, buddy switched back to um, mm. the keys, and they brought out basically all of Dumpster Funk. Yes, they brought out another remember, keyboardist. So that was for thank you, not not just sledgehammer. Yeah, excellent. So they've got buddy and a keys player back to back. Brought out the Dumpster Funk drummer. And then another dumpster funk keys guy who played with Buddy on the keys. There were two keyboard players. Yeah, they were back to back. Did you just say that? Yeah. I apologize. I apologize. I was so focused on it. I mean, just finishes mimosa too quick. But Uh, uh, no, and then they brought out the trombone guy from Dumpster Funk. He looks like John Mayer. Like it looked like Mayer. (laughs) With short hair, he was. He was so into it, man. They would cut to him for a trombone solo, and he was raging on that thing. I've never seen someone play the trombone with that much force. I loved it. It was, uh, yeah, it would be like Trombone Shorty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) From back in the 2010. And I think Um, they had another, someone else on horns, maybe another trumpet, and a guy singing. Singing, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what instrument he also played. We've got their names. Uh, It was Devin. So we did have the... A couple of Neville sons, I think. Devin Trusclair, Ivan Neville. So, I, don't I know. think I don't it have says everybody full to personnel to be determined. So yeah. there was there were more than on that, but Almanac slacking. They're not updating. Dan, Rob, get on your shit. Right I'll, now. I'll also say, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Rashawn and Jeff did not play on "So Damn Lucky" because they were. Um, going over the next few songs with the horns from Dumpster Funk. Yeah, yeah, you're um, right. They were standing inside stage. Yeah, so so damn lucky was just Dave, Tim, Tony, and Buddy. We're Buddy we're, on drums. We're breaking news right now. Yeah, so um, Almanac might want to update that. Let's get on it. You guys aren't even here, and you can't get the stuff right. Come on. <laughs> uh, but no, thank you. Was awesome, and so was Sledgehammer. Um, I, I wasn't necessarily um, excited to see Sledge. I kind of knew it was coming. Um, yeah. Right before it kind of was like I don't know what it was, but I was like, here comes Sledgehammer, and there it was, and it was awesome. I mean, it was a little more funkier Closer. than when DMV played it. Right. Like it was a little, they had a little more funk to it. Maybe that was because oh, it of was Tony. Definitely funky. Dave and was just feeling it. The funk. Um, they were feeling it. It was a great version. Closed the set there. Dave nailed it. Um, Dave was doing like interpretive dancing during it. Open up your fruit cage, and he just like started doing stuff like that. It was. Yeah, it was so funny. Still so weird to see him without a guitar. But yeah. uh, he was having a good time. So were we. And uh, I didn't expect Sledgehammer to close the main set, but mm-hmm. it did, and it was awesome. Um, and then Dave comes back out for... Windows? Windows solo. Solo, and people started leaving. Yeah. And Dave took note of it and said, Oh, okay, you guys can leave if you want and go back to the campgrounds. But it, I'll it- serenade you while you leave, and... Uh, if you guys want to stay, I'll serenade you too. I'm like, you traveled all the way to the gorge and you're leaving early? What is wrong with you? Like, some people were either ready to party some more or ready to go to sleep. 
Um, Fools, what they are. But singing from the windows, obviously pretty good. And then Tim walks back out with the acoustic, and they close with a duet, Dancing Nancys, which you can never get enough of Dave and Tim, Dancing Nancys. Another uh, D&T staple. And all right, just if you're keeping track at home, that's bartender, two-step, Graves, Crush, Dancing Nancy's, Dave and Tim. So what do we have? I mean, what are the big staples that Dave and Tim play that we didn't get? Stone. <laughs> They're going to play Stone at some point. I think it'll be Dave and Tim. Pig? Could do Dave and Tim. Could do Dave and Tim. Um, I think well, Pig could be interesting with the full band with Buddy on keys. I'd like to see Dave and Tim or at least Dave do some of the things he did with the Sirius XM. I would like to see pay for what you get. I'd like to yes. see, um, and I think he did that with Dave and Carter. I'd like to see the break for it that he did with the loop. Oh, and just that do the sick. loop. Um, I'd like to see some stuff like that. I think solo, cool. you never know. Yes, that'd be cool. Die trying solo, even like just something. I mean, I think that I think that things are about to get super interesting because of what happened last night. A lot of big hitters that are normally spread out yep. over at the three nights yep. at the gorge. That are now out. A lot of room for possibilities in these possibilities. next two shows. Yes. It's not just tonight. And then Sunday is usually the one that gets a little bit more interesting. The rare stuff. So, I mean, I don't know. They, I'm ready. You know, I, as soon as like they've opened the show solo, I started like thinking back to the DMV two sets. I'm like, are we gonna see like a like a Dave solo spoon or right. Dave solo let you down? Right. Beach ball. Um, that kind of stuff. I think so. so yeah, and, and in that vein, good segue. What do we think we're going to see? Let's just go for tonight. We don't have to worry about tomorrow. We'll do this again. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we think is going to, that we could have the potential to see? Now, uh, let's do this. Yeah. Let's pick one Dave Solo. Okay. Let's pick like one D&T. Yeah. And then let's go for who we think we'll guess which may is kind of an easy choice here I think we know what's going to happen but let's just go ahead and do it so if you had a Dave Solo song that you think will be played tonight what would be the song and we can't have the same one okay you go first Um, (laughs) Dave Solo for me I think I was going to say Stone but I don't think he'll do that I'm going to go with oh man Dave Solo I'm struggling here. Ten, nine, okay, eight, seven, six. I'm gonna go with a Dave solo best of what's around. Damn it! That's what <laughs> I was gonna say. Ah, yes. All right, I'll go with Beach Ball. Dave nice. solo. Nice. And Dave and Tim, I'm gonna go with Stone. Ooh, I was gonna go with that. So since you go with Stone, <laughs> I'll go Pig. Oh, amazing. Okay, now let's do a uh, Dave and full band minus Carter and Fonz. Okay, so with them, um, let's see. I'm gonna go with something interesting. Like, I could see a proudest monkey coming out from Ooh, that. Ooh, that'd be nice. I'll go with. Um, I'll go with die trying. I would like that. I, I can definitely get down with that. See that horn heavy song. And then, as far as guests. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's kind of fairly obvious what we, th- who we think will join. Robert Randolph, number one. Well, obviously then, be out there. So then, Robert Randolph, and I don't know who all is in his band still now, as opposed to when we used to see them open for Dave. Is it the same crew? 
Um, if so, their bassist is fantastic. Yeah. Um, so is he going to be on? I don't know. I don't know who's in the band, but I would expect right. potentially oh, a dog. beautiful <laughs> dog. I would expect either their bassist or drummer to also join. Yeah. Um, and then Nolan, do we have the potential to also see our buddy, Mr. Rustin Kelly, maybe come out for something? I think we do. I think, uh, I don't know. We could see Rustin pop out on 41. What was Rustin come out with Dave and Tim or something like, you know, that would be awesome. I think he should just, you know, let these, let whoever else is here come out and join them. Uh, I I think that would be awesome. I don't know if it'll happen. Um, Rustin hasn't told us anything, so we don't we don't know. We're yeah, just we speculating. Don't, we don't, yeah, this is not a uh, this is not a us breaking any news. Or but anything. I think uh, I mean obviously, Rustin would be very happy to guest on Forty One, and I could see that being in a uh, Dave and Tim setting. That um, would be oh that would should have been one that we yeah. chose for Dave and Tim. Well, we just said it. So Whatever. Yeah, count. we we said it. And, so uh, as far as maybe a Randolph and Dave and friends collab. What song are you going to go with here? I would always choose Bayou. Okay. So Nolan's got Bayou. Two steps off the table. Um, I'm going to have to go with like a Jimmy thing. Mm. Um, I think Jimmy. What would be awesome, Nolan, is a Jimmy thing, Dave and Tim. And they play What Will Become of Me oh. at the end. That would I be think cool. any any version of Jimmy thing tonight or tomorrow night will be super unique and like And hopefully way different. not with sexy MF. Yeah. That would be that'd be ideal. But there, there'll I be more that, room for jamming on it, I think, okay. and some cool uh, some cool stuff on it. For I think sure. so. So we've got so okay. We Watchtower is another one. That would be cool. Watchtower with, with Randolph, Randolph maybe, awesome. or you know, or with Russin and Randolph, or they <laughs> end, end a show with it maybe. We'll see. Man, I think we have a lot of good stuff on table on the table for tonight. Yeah. Um, and then tomorrow, obviously, as well. Yep. But we're, we're focused singularly on tonight. Um, Get there early. Check out Rustin and Robert Randolph and the Family Band. Oh. We will be there supporting our guys. So uh, Be yeah. there or you suck. I mean, seriously. <laughs> like, there's no be there or be square. It's be there or you are just an asshole. Um, no, but we are super excited for tonight. We can't wait to see Russ and Ann, Robert Randolph. Yeah. It's going to be a long night of music for us. Uh, we're going to be sitting on that lawn for a long time. Uh, so that's awesome. We Very steep lawn, by the very, way. We had to sit down last night because our, uh, our backs and uh, feet oh, are man. killing us. That is a steep, old. steep hill. No complaints, good vibes only. But uh, was not expecting it to be quite that steep. Um, pretty wild, but man, we had a great spot last night, and it sounded great. We've heard a lot of talk about acoustics can be weird in there. I guess it wasn't very windy last night, but thank God, man, uh, clearest you've ever heard Dave's guitar and Tim. He was so loud, Dave solo. It was unbelievable. The it only thing awesome. that we thought could happen, honestly, is turn Buddy up on the drums. Yeah. Um, oh. One other thing. We said that, I think, already, but still. One other thing. Singing from the windows, one of the coolest moments of the show, the entire place was dead quiet. So quiet. Pin drop. I mean, literally zero people were talking. It was... No chompers. Thank you, West Coast. Thank you, Gorge. Yeah. Very Um, respectful. I've never never seen a song like that before. The only thing that I can harken back to that was that quiet, I think, was Sister Charlottesville 2006. When Dave came out, hmm. t- talked about his mom and Butterfly. Hmm. Those two Dave solo songs, when he played them in 06, 
literally, and I've listened back to the tape again because I thought then it was quiet, but every time I put it on, if I'm listening to those shows, so quiet. Um, and taper pulls, you know, you get a lot of talking. Mm-hmm. Um, and those were not. So it was kind of like that, but at the Gorge, I mean, it was just like, <laughs> we're at the Gorge, dude. And we're just listening to this quiet song and people are being quiet. It was like Dave was just playing it for us. It was awesome. Sort of thing. It was really awesome. Uh, we cannot wait for tonight. One other um, thing. Oh, bring it on. One other possibility. Does Dave, has he called in any favors to people to come out here? We just saw a helicopter fly in. <laughs> Hopefully not a medical emergency. Hopefully not, but I mean, I don't know. Did we don't somebody know. say, hey, if you're around, come up? Might not be the most COVID-friendly thing to do. Say, hey, Probably we just not. had COVID outbreak in our band, and you want to come join us? Maybe not. But, however, Nolan makes a good point. You just never know. You never know. You, you don't know who's in oh, town, who's you around. Know. You never know. Dave uh, and Jeff. Dave, Tim, and Jeff. That's what I want. I want that's what I want to see. Also, I want to see them sick. do something where it's like, okay, Dave and Jeff duet, yes. or Dave and Dave and Jeff duet, Cry Freedom. Oh, you know, Dave and like Jeff, that. Long Black Veil. Dave and Jeff Stone. Oh. You know, just stuff like that. I think would be awesome. Uh, yeah. I don't know if they'll Change do that. Up. They have more time to practice. They have more time to practice now. Days. Be really creative. But again, shout out to Dave for that creativity. That um, right under that tire, buddy. <laughs> One um, other thing with. I was going to mention from yesterday when we were like finding out all this news. We actually we went to Cave B, which oh the God. winery here is unbelievable. You will not see views like that yep. at any other winery in the world. Uh, it's unbelievable. Great wine, too. Check it out. But while we were there, uh, Bruce's Danielle actually <laughs> saw Dave walk by down like like a football field Within, away. Oh, maybe closer. Through the, through the uh, vineyard. But like, hey, there's Dave. And he Just was walking, a walking by with his trainer, and they uh, they took off jogging. So we were like, okay, we know it's not Dave that's sick. Yeah. Also, they would have canceled it if it was Dave. Yes. Um, but we had, like, visual confirmation. We're like, there's the man himself. Show is going to go on. Yep. And it was it was kind of crazy because he was within, you know, like you said, within a football field. Yeah. Just casually walking by. No one noticed but her. And then pointed it out to us. We kind of watched him. A couple other people also kind of heard us say, oh, there's Dave. Yeah. And um, we saw him walk another, you know, 200 yards and then start jogging and went around a bend and down into, you know, do his exercising, which was just awesome. Um, yeah. Really, really cool. But, Nolan, um, I think that. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up and let's get prepared for this. Uh, what time we got? We've got about uh, four and a half, five hours where we're going to go in the venue here mm-hmm. and um, get our music on. Saturday night. Here we go. Night two at Gorge. Let's do it. And we've talked about what we want to see, what we could potentially see, but you just never know in this scenario. Yeah. And we're ready for it. We're ready for it. We loved last night. My 50th 50th show. So one unique. of the most unique shows there will ever be. So pretty cool. But uh, yeah. Really awesome. Let's so get after it. Those of y'all that are here and watching this, thanks for watching. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy yourselves. And uh, if y'all are set list watching and everything tonight enjoy uh, if you're watching a facebook stream anything like that hopefully it's a good show for you guys thanks for listening and watching um and yeah we'll talk to you guys tomorrow yeah about night two and yep. before night three so it's gonna be epic cheers peace. see you guys next time on corner of gray street peace hello everybody corner of gray street podcast here in the beautiful gorge campgrounds <sighs> nolan bruce continuation uh throughout the weekend you heard our preview then you heard our night one reaction and night two predictions now you get our night two reaction and night three predictions so 
Let's start it off, Bruce. What was uh, what was your favorite part about yesterday? My favorite part about yesterday is what we're about to do now, which is cheers our beers. <laughs> I have a, a Seattle beer, a Fremont Brewery Ollie India Pale Ale. Nolan? Mm. I have a uh, Moxie Washington from the Yakima Valley, Bale Breaker Brewing Company. Bale Breaker. Top Cutter IPA. Let's get a uh, good crack open here. Oh, yeah. Three, two, one. Mm. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Cheers, buddy. Night right. three. Here we go. And as far as night two goes, that's what you asked, right? What was the, uh, what was my favorite? Yeah. Oh, man. Well, I think it was once the uh, most of the full band came out and we got a Proudest Monkey, mm-hmm. um, which I had been hoping for. We got a Grace is Gone with Buddy, Tim, and Dave. And those two songs back-to-back really, really did it for me. Obviously, oh, yeah. Stone was played. We'll kind of get to that. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think the Grace and Proudest Monkey... A uh, little segment there, right at the gorge. Yeah, beautiful night. It was cooling off. It that was, that was that was vibes, Nolan. That oh, was yeah. vibes right there. Oh yeah, it was immaculate. We got to crest the hill together. It was holding hands. Holding hands. It was unbelievable. Uh, <laughs> man, what a view! And uh, we kind of got some of our predictions right last night. I was pretty impressed with that. And you called the opener. Yep, best of what's around. Dave Solo. Um, I don't remember if I called it on here. I probably didn't. I don't know. Um, but I definitely <laughs> did in our fantasy. Yeah, <laughs> our fantasy set list. It counts. We have proof. Um, yeah, we have proof. Um, so we called that, and um, then we had a couple of others. Obviously, I think we thought "Don't Drink" would be played. Dave and Tim. Yeah. And that was a cool highlight. Actually, they had a really good prelude there, and the lawn was party time. It was Glow Stick Central, and during Don't Drink, it was Glow Stick Wars. Yeah, just Glow Sticks being launched in every direction. Glow Stick Snakes. Yes, Uh, I look over and I see a Glow Stick Snake coming out, and we're just passing it down. Give me hand sanitizer immediately. (laughs) Uh, So that was fun, but man, uh, Dave brought it the whole time. Um, Best of what's around to open. Dave Solo, and then a little Pete Seeger 80th birthday tribute, Rye Whiskey. And Dave told a cool story about how that was the first concert he ever saw and fell in love with live music. So like, random. Unreal. So awesome. That's like some of the stuff we're getting this weekend that you would never know. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty cool. And then he busts out Mercy, which is a lovely tune. And then uh, one of my personal Dave covers, The Needle and the Damage Done by Canadian Neil Young. Yes. It is a beautiful song especially on guitar yeah and it's welcome back to that song that was always a favorite cover that uh dave did and everything then tim came out um so dave's old you know a couple covers um and it was you could tell it was going to be mellow by you know having a rye whiskey mercy needle um then don't drink and that was high energy um then you had samurai cop so that was cool that's probably best format for that i think we agree i think we agree and it was great it's awesome nailed it um, Stone, I mean, Jesus Christ. Called that one too. So good. So. so good. Bruce was very happy. He almost passed out. I had to hold him up. He fainted. It was striking to see. And then one that's a little underrated, Dave and Tim wise, probably also best format. Yeah. Cornbread. Mm-hmm. So good. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Brought me back to Radio City vibes. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was like, when it first started, I was like, oh, they're going to play funny the way it is. Bruce was like, nope, it's going to be better. I was like, all right. <laughs> and sure enough, cornbread, I love cornbread, especially in this setting. Got the energy 
like kept it going yeah right into grace is gone when buddy strong joined dave and tim on piano and then this was a highlight this is the one song that i said going into this weekend i want to see at the gorge still haven't seen a full band so <laughs> carter and fonz i have a bone to pick with you <laughs> you knew that's what i needed to see. i know but i've now seen it dave and tim and now dave tim and buddy and the piano just hey buddy how many strong, people can man. say that not that many is people true. can say that. So, that is true. So, I mean... Rare. Know, exactly. The rarity. That's what we're about. We're about variety, and that's what we got. Um, and then, pretty cool, Proudest Monkey. That was just such a subdued, beautiful version at the Gorge. That is something that I was wanting as well. I think that was my... That was the peak of my evening when I was just, I'm good. Like, I'm good. Yeah. Um, Proudest We, we so didn't good. want it to go in the satellite, but it did. Um, it was fun. And then Buddy went back to drums uh, for die trying. Yeah. And Picking R- it up again. Rashawn, fantastic on that muted trumpet for Proudest. Oh. He really shines on that song. It was it was so good, man. And then... And was Tim on acoustic for Proudest? I think Tim, Tim was, was on acoustic for Proudest <laughs> and Satellite. Yes. And if that's the other thing. Like, it was it was acoustic. All Everybody wants Tim to stay on acoustic while he... Did. did and we saw it and we were there and yeah. it was beautiful remember tim doing his finger picking oh, yeah. and we just stood there like <laughs> yeah that's right listen to it it's goat tim's an alien um tim is an alien die trying hands of god those were pretty good uh die trying had a nice outro dave was uh he was super feeling it. Dave was, so was Jeff. Yes. I didn't think Jeff was going to ever stop soloing. I didn't think he would ever breathe again. Oh my it God. was unreal. And it was so loud. Yeah. It was so loud. And Buddy, Buddy was doing Carter stuff on Die Trying. Oh, he was. He really, he was great. They, they nailed that. I thought Hands of God was actually good. And yeah. I think it was because I was, we had succumbed to, this is going to be the chill vibe show of the yeah. weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting because we were told beforehand that Saturday here is generally not that. But that's cool. Yeah. Um, we got that, and the Hands of God was that, and it, it had good vibes. And we had Crash, another slow one. Um, sounded great. I mean, sounded Always great. Always loves Crash. Yeah. And 41 was good. I think that um, we all noticed there was a little bit of uh, timing issues. <laughs> and, and again, Buddy is picking this up on the fly like, what the hell is going yeah. on here? I think that he wasn't quite sure where to be on the uh, transition between verse and chorus. I don't know what you call that part of 41. Yeah. Honestly, there's like a chorus, there's a verse, there's a, it's not bridge, a bridge, but it's yeah. a thing. It gets confusing. It gets confusing, <laughs> but it was a little off. But regardless, it's always great to see 41. Um, and then Nolan, I think you pooped yourself. Yeah. Like legit. We had to go, we had to carry him off. We that. have the. Dave Matthews Band and Beatles crossover that nobody expected. Zero. And just out of nowhere, you knew something was happening because it took him a long time to get set up. Yes. And uh, Dave, like, had his guitar and then he got rid of it and he's going around talking to everybody. Tony Hall's out there and... Uh, they were, like, talking to... You could hear them talking through. Oh, yeah. The mics are super loud on stage and they're also getting crowd noise from up there. Yeah. So you're getting crowd noise through the speakers and also the crowd and then you can hear them talk yeah. constantly. Like, Dave was talking to, like, Tim. Hey, Tony. Get, 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 or Tony. Tony. And we could and hear you it. Could, and you... It was you like the IEM was, was on the speakers. Closer to a speaker, but yeah. we could still hear it. Yeah. And 
it was also just this is the point of the show honestly where they became a little disjointed where it was like it was taking a long time between songs it didn't seem like everybody knew what to do which is fine because they're debuting stuff right and they have literally a few hours to rehearse this and these are not like actual band members or on their correct instruments right right so we get it but But once they got this one started I mean they nailed it they did come together the Beatles when they started I couldn't believe it I could not believe it. Uh, Ringo Starr recently said that this was his favorite Beatles song. I don't, I don't know why. And, uh, man. God. They, they nailed it. I can't so wait to good. re-listen to that. Crowd pop. Huge crowd pop. Everyone got back up if they were sitting on the lawn. Because, you know, we were having a mellow evening. It was great. Yeah. Everyone was enjoying the vibes of the gorge. Everyone stood up there. And it, it was, was so great. Cool. Everyone came together for that. Um, so unique. First time played. I Dave's mean, voice was incredible. Dave nailed it. Dave was feeling it. Feeling it. I think he was air guitaring a yes. little bit. I just love his awkward no guitar yeah. dances most of the time. And then, okay, so you know, we'll we can wax on forever about that. Yeah, we, we will maybe later. But and you're, well, you're gonna listen to it right now. Yeah, you're gonna we're gonna to cut it. to a break and you're gonna see it <laughs> or hear Three, it. Two, one. And now we're back. <laughs> and, and we're back. <laughs> and then the band. Brought Robert Randolph back on stage for this next one. We all saw this one coming. It's always a treat with him. And, uh, but the funny thing was, so they bring him out. Yeah. They have his regular steel guitar, you know, his lap steel or pedal mm-hmm. steel. And it looks like he's just going to play that. But when he comes out, it's like he, I don't know if he motioned for it or they brought him his other guitar that he actually wears yeah. and plays. So he, he wore that for it. And then they had the extended the that he Randolph plays like this. intro. He plays it like this. Yeah. They had an extended intro, and it had... Um, smooth Criminal? Yeah, Smooth Criminal, that's right. And Michael we, Jackson? We literally thought it was going to be that. I mean, the yeah. band was coming in. Buddy was playing it. Um, Tony was playing it. And I think Dave kind of came over like he was about to play it. I know. I think Randolph like wanted to were. do it. And then Dave just cut right into Bayou. He yeah. ripcorded a la Trey and Astagio, ripcording out of something cool into something not cool. And Dave, <laughs> <laughs> Dave just pulled the plug on that and went right into Bayou and... Uh, well, beforehand, Dave said, y'all probably know what's about to happen. Oh, yeah. But then he said something like, but maybe you don't, or you don't always know. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. And, which I guess he was right about, came after that. But Bayou was a, um, it was a hot mess express. Yeah, it was a little all over the place. Dave kept missing the cues, but it didn't matter because that song is all about the jam. And Randolph nearly fell several times. Randolph Dave was down on his Randolph knees. They were dancing they with were, each other, like a synchronized back and forth dance. It was hilarious. Randolph was definitely egging him on. Yeah. And that was cool. Um, he like got all up in his face and was like trying to do that. It looked like a TikTok dance, honestly. Yeah, the, the song itself was was a mess. It was nearly train wreck. But the jam was fun. Oh yeah. That was awesome. And always it always is. is. Yeah. So we were prepared for that. But then Nolan set closer. Another um, and Randolph introduced it. He actually took control of the show. He did. He made it his own. At one point, he's like introducing people. He brought his sister on stage to sing and a couple other guys. The whole band, I think. And w- one thing we forgot to mention was at one point, um, one of the crew members got on oh, the yeah. keys. I uh, can't remember his name at the moment. I don't but, remember uh, either. Shout out to him. He held Shout out to him. I bet we have it. Elijah. Elijah, uh, I think Buddy's uh, keyboard tech. Um, but yeah, he looks he looks 
was terrified in the first song, and yeah. then he got into it. Dave introduced him and everything. He got into it. It was it was sweet. So great job by him. And then uh, Randolph takes over, sits down at the uh, steel guitar, and. Dave's nowhere to be seen. He's like, Dave, where the hell are you going? <laughs> Dave, I think, either went off to get a different guitar, because I don't think yeah. he had one. And then he went to go get one. Right. And he walked over to where Craig was, and um, Robert Randolph literally goes, Dave, where the hell are you going? And, and Dave, Dave turned around, and he came back. With he, a guitar. He, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And they said that they had never played this together, and they hadn't. Uh, it was a Robert Rand- um, It was a uh, no. It's not a Robert Randolph. Sly and the, the Family, family Stone. Stone. I want to take up. you higher. And it was. And let me. I'll preface it by saying I was not pleased that they. I thought they were closing here, and it wasn't a DMV song. Mm. Um, I was not quite pleased with that, and I was like, "What is this? They're trying to get us hyped up for this." He's like, "Yeah, take us to church, buddy, and play the organ." I was Gospel. like, "I was getting taken out of it," but. I think that they missed some cues and they may have messed up, but it didn't sound like it. Hmm. Um, it looked like that they weren't quite sure, but they it was a blast. Oh, yeah. And um, they were having a ton of fun. I don't know how long it was. It seemed like it went forever. It did seem really long, but, man, Randolph brought it. Dave, he got super into it, and he, I don't know, you could just look at Dave, even if you're like, no, oh, this wasn't the song I wanted here. You look at Dave and you're like, that guy's giving it his all. He was screaming. I mean, Holy they were, yeah. Cow. So that's just impressive and so appreciative that they were able to even put a show together. Would have loved to see them close with one of their own. Um, yeah. But, you know, it was still, but it was two, awesome. Like, basically two bands on stage. They obviously so many people. put some work into this. Yeah. So This was a know, Dave and Friends performance, yeah. for sure. And it is what it is. It's probably the only time this will ever happen. That uh-huh. song right there will never happen again with these guys. Yeah. So we saw the only one. And yeah. if it does happen again, we saw the first one. Fine. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. Um, and then Nolan, we went to the encore, and we got Dave and Tim for both songs. and Called this next one as Nolan well. Nolan did. Liberation, um, I believe. Beautiful. Oh, I mean, mm. oh my, it is always so beautiful. Yeah. And Tim on that in the background is always so good. Dave nailed it. His voice is sounding really pure oh, to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. Um, now, I'll, maybe we're just biased in the moment or something, but it sounds really good. Mm-hmm. And it sounded even better on the show closing Dave and Tim all along the Watchtower, which Nolan... Dave held his um, his note. Oh, had to be 15 seconds. I tried to hold it along with him. I was like, he's still going. I mean, we could do this, and you guys would probably turn the podcast off. We he, he <laughs> held it so long, but they they nailed that. Dave was screaming fire. Yeah, I mean, it was. We had some guy just what a version tweaking out and. Losing his mind. Oh my god! Over this all guy of that. reached a state of euphoria, nirvana I've never seen before at a concert. He, he was so sh- happy. <laughs> he just pure, pure. He was so happy. He was like, yes! just drug fueled joy. <laughs> it was hilarious. We were just cracking up the entire song because it, of it. Yeah, it, we we loved the Dave and Tim Wash Hour, but we made it even better having that guy to oh share the experience god. with. That was um, so funny. <laughs> but that was the show, Nolan. It was, um, that was another it. ton of fun. And the thing is, guys and gals, is that you literally have no clue what's coming next. Besides Bayou 
And besides satellite coming out of Proudest Monkey, no idea. Yeah. No idea. Yeah. And regardless of whether you like the songs played next or not, we have been begging for unpredictability for a while. Maybe not necessarily in this setting because Carter and Fonz are not here. Right, right, um, right. But we're getting it. Yeah. And so it makes for a night three in which we literally have next to no idea what's coming. There is so much that the full band has been playing all tour that has not been played. And you oh, think, yeah. and you think, is this all going to get shoved into one set? Maybe. Or is Dave going to leave the gorge on a high note? And, you know, not that he owes he people anything, <laughs> but, you know, this isn't DMB. And maybe he'll throw a couple bones out there. I think a couple bone throwing would be necessary. I mean, uh, we need to get boned right yeah. now. Um, I mean, not to like complain, but we did come out here to see the band, and we're not seeing the band per se. Uh, so, I think you know some nice treats. Uh, night three for Could everyone who's stuck around. Yeah, you know, traveled a long ways to come out here and and see the band and do it all three nights. So I would hope there's some some special stuff tonight, and you know, Dave. Can do it much easier, Dave Solo and Dave and Tim, than getting everyone on the same page for a song. So maybe we'll see something with that um, tonight. But there's a lot on the table, so we need to like we need to wrap this up a little bit. Let's so let's get up. into our predictions. So same as yesterday, we're gonna do pick a Dave Solo song, Dave and Tim song, a DMB 5.0 song, and uh, one other. Okay. Dave Solo, Dave Solo to open. I think I know what you're going to go with. Okay. So I'll go with something different. Okay. And I'm going to go with, oh, I just had it. I just had it. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Too Much. Mm. Okay. Well, I've been uh, I've been saying Beach Ball. That's what I was thinking, so I didn't want to take it. I'll stick with that. Okay. I'll stick with that. And then Dave and Tim, I'm going to go... I think there's going to be a Dave and Tim Halloween to end the night. I think that that has to happen. Now that you say it, I didn't even think of that, but F you for saying it. I think that the Dave and Tim <laughs> song that they're going to play 100% is funny the way it is. I think that that's going to happen. Um, I think you and me as well. But um, what I'd like to see Dave and Tim um, along, what I'd like to see is a Dave, Tim, Jeff, and... Um, and Mavis Staples Spoon. Yeah. So, <laughs> I which I that. kind of just took away what we think is going to happen as far as guest-wise. We have Mavis Staples as yeah. the headlining opener. Yep. Robert Randolph and the Family Band again yep. um, opening for her. Nolan, obviously we'll get Randolph again. I mean, there's just no doubt. So mm-hmm. we'll probably see a new cover. Um, but what do you think between, let's let's say if Mavis is the guest on a song. Yeah. Is it Spoon? I think it's got to be Spoon. Um, if it's not, we'll riot. I think it could be it Spoon or Stay or a cover. Um, and I, you know, I hope they give us a little treat with Spoon. Uh, and then Carter and Stefano will be like, what the hell? <laughs> We've played this song like 25 times uh, ever. Thanks. But maybe it'll spur them <laughs> to play it when they come back for everyone else Ooh. that's going to all the other shows. So, okay, I think I think that we can agree on that. We both like Spoon. We're not going to say another song. Like, we want Spoon. Spoon, yeah. spoon, 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 spoon. Just say it in existence. We're putting think, it in the universe. I think Randolph might show up maybe on, like, a Rhyme and Reason. I think that would be a good guess, and that's what I want. I want yeah. Rhyme and Reason with Robert Randolph. And if we don't get Rhyme and Reason with him, I think that it should be something a la... 
and extended too, I mean, two step, too much. Mm. Um, something like that. I'm trying to think if there's literally anything else that I'd like for him to guess on. I'm sure there is. Well, I'll be shocked if Jimmy Thing is not played tonight. Ooh, Jimmy Thing. Jimmy Thing will be coming tonight. That's. I think that's the one song we can guarantee will come. And yeah. you know what I'd like to see? Dave and Tim Jimmy. Perfect. Good enough for me. Yeah. Axe the covers. Do what will become of me ending. Do it now. Um, okay, Nolan. Okay. Um, I think that's just about it. That's Do we want it. any other prediction on the record? Mm. I think we're good. I think I like the Halloween closer. I yeah. was going to say, what do we think will close? You know what? Fuck it. Dave Tim, Halloween to close. Carter comes out and plays it socially distanced. No. <laughs> it needs to be It needs to be a unique encore. Even like a double encore would be pretty sweet. Oh, I'll, I'll stand there until they Dave have the buses loaded. That would be this amazing. This is the last night. We're about to, we'll, we'll be out of here this I time know. tomorrow. And I just looked at like I had a watch on it, I don't. But okay, we'll get well, out of here. I'll say one other thing. Russ and Kelly did a great job last night. Yes, he did. He absolutely nailed it, crushed it. He was great. Um, great banter with the crowd. Oh man, you got to was... check him out. And Dave praising him before the show, introducing him, I'm sure was just a unreal moment for Rustin. And we knew and he got that pick with him. We told him we had to get it. He got it. Good for him. We knew that he had an incredible voice before, but hearing it live, oh my God. even better. Um, and I know that he's going tonight, so hopefully he has a good time. Shout out to Russ and Kelly. Check him out if you haven't. Check out our podcast with him. He's a great guy. Um, yep. Super interesting story. Um, Nolan, here's to a night three. Cheers, cheers. my man. Cheers. One more cheers. Um, and hey, one more cheers. Go. Gorge vibes only. Gorge vibes only. Gorge vibes only. Thanks y'all for li- thank y'all for listening and watching. We'll see you next time on the corner of Gray Street. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Corner of Gray Street podcast, uh, live from the gorge. Um, We're getting blown in on our little canopy here. Um, Post night three, we are sad to see the weekend end, Mm -hmm. but we have to react. We have to talk our minds, speak our minds about uh, night three and the gorge weekend as a whole. Um, And yeah, here I am with Nolan. At the Gorge. So here we go. Yeah. Nolan, night three in the yeah. books. Yeah. Uh, if you've been listening to this episode or watching it, uh, you know, we've been doing these the morning after um, the show. But tonight, it's the, uh, right after night three, we've got an early morning of packing and moving out uh, tomorrow. So giving you our immediate reactions and hopefully this uh, tent sunshade stays up. Um, if it doesn't, I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Bruce, overall, before we just, like, dive all the way into it, a little underwhelmed tonight. Um, although, uh, there was some great music played. Not exactly what we were looking for in a night three at the Gorge, and was not what we were looking for for the whole weekend. Uh, really weird weekend. Dave Solo to start again. Yeah. Dave Solo to start, and it was a cover, again, with Take Me to Tomorrow. Probably hadn't been played since acoustic set days. Um, mm-hmm. And so, a little bit like, really? You're going to... It's... All right. Whatever. Um, but then, Jane, <laughs> which was awesome. Jane, oh, yeah. Dave Solo, on the Jane Lights. That was that was pretty special. Um, another mellow song here on out. Um, yeah. I know that you really like that song, and I a lot do. of people do. I like it. Um, yeah, wasn't it was, it was just a little odd, I guess, to me. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, I like it, but it was, I don't know, not, we've said this twice now, tonight, talking about the show, um, but, like, I like every DMB song, but there's some I just don't really need to see live. Um, Here on Out is not one of those. I do enjoy it, but, uh, you know, it was... I thought something else maybe could have gone there to get people excited for uh, for night three. Um, they didn't do it with that one, but they did it with the next one. You never know, which Dave had to start over because he never plays You Never Know solo. And that was hilarious. And this was the highlight of the show for me. Let me start that again. I got to tell you, I've played it a thousand times back there. I don't, I've never tried to do it alone, so there's a good chance that you're going to see me fuck something up. It was really, really good, and Dave was nice and loud, his guitar was loud, his voice was loud, yeah. um, and after his first missed attempt, um, after that was pretty damn good. Oh, um, yeah. I think he nailed it pretty much yeah. um, from there. It was awesome. And that was something that we had talked about before we were hoping to see, and we got it. It was really, really awesome. Um, and then, you know, after that, another cover, a little curveball here um, with Funny How Time Slips Away, a Woodley Nelson cover that we're, you know, accustomed to with Dave. Yeah. Um, I'd never seen it before live, so yeah. add that one to the list. That was cool. Uh, it was definitely cool. Um, Dave didn't necessarily remember how to play it uh, so you just kind of played the chords but i mean whatever it's perfectly <laughs> fine um that was cool to see again yeah um just you know another cover i don't really understand the obsession with covers so far especially in the dave solo or dave and tim thing you know if you're gonna play so many covers with the band maybe give us more dmb songs but um yes. you know we digress then mr timmy reynolds um graces the stage and then that's generally when you know something's about to get good there and it did it did it did you called it too as soon as tim walked out you're like oh minarets it's like what all right yeah sounds good and it was awesome uh they did a really good job uh old dirt hill up next yeah tour debut tour debut and uh another song that is in its best format dave and tim easily um, easily yeah not even i like close. i like jeff on it sometimes but um yeah overall tim's dave, playing on a the acoustic guitar on the song nail it. takes a cake yeah yeah absolutely uh they absolutely nailed that uh and it was really good and then an odd maybe an odd choice it's been a staple for dmp this tour when the world ends um and we were kind of like okay you know yeah um it's cool dave and tim and i we both actually like the song just didn't right. necessarily seem like something that we needed at that point in time um yeah i think it's actually underrated as a dmb song for sure um but no i mean it's good any song dnt is going to be good yeah just yep. a and fact. it was it was very good excuse me it's very Ooh, late right now late. it's very late um <laughs> But then we went, uh, Nolan, we went with Christmas Song, which is what? absolutely bizarre. Just bizarre. So weird. Um, one of my buddies, Chad, he texted me <laughs> earlier today and was knew that the format of the shows had changed, so Dave and Tim was a possibility. So he said, what's the possibility of Christmas Song tonight? And I was 
you know, got read it and I was like, what? Like, no, there's zero chance. Of, Get out of nah, here. No, I don't think so. About? That's that's probably not possible. He's like, oh, man, yeah. Just, I didn't think so, but just love that song. It's beautiful. They do such a good job with it. And then it played fucking Christmas song. <laughs> so at first it's kind of like, what? Christmas song in September? Whatever. But it was it was awesome, man. It's a it beautiful cool. song, and we love that song. Yeah. Uh, it was cool. Very unexpected. We like the unexpected, obviously. We say that all the time. Uh, so that was cool. Tour debut. And you and I both predicted this one. Uh, yes. So much to say into too much. Dave and Tim. That was another highlight of the night for me. It was. Um, I thought that the they could have done a better transition. I think that, you know, if you know you're going to do that, maybe work on the transition as opposed to just kind of stopping and then playing too much. But, I mean, I'm, that's the dumbest thing in the world to complain about. So don't take that, <laughs> don't take that uh, seriously. It's just, I was, yeah. I, if, if I, I know what you mean. Yeah, if I were to play those two, I'd try to come up with segue. Like, regardless. I kind of thought they would do like a mini bridge oh, with no, Tim, no. just like going bananas. Ooh. But they did not. But it would be cool. Alas, it was so cool. It was really cool to see to see those two back to back. And then there was band, basically band time. It was time to bring out um, the rest of DMB that was here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Buddy again, Jeff, Rashawn, graced the stage, and uh, they played another quiet, slow song, "The Ocean and the Butterfly," which. I think we both really like, and Dave said, y'all don't understand how much fun this song is to play. Yeah, and that's cool, and that's awesome. Sweet. We, we like the song. It was, it was a cool place to see it, the gorge. I mean, yeah, talking about ocean and butterfly and nature and blah, blah, blah. It was, uh, it was really fun, really cool. Um, and Dave kind of told the story about Rashawn playing a lick in the studio. And Dave was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. So... <laughs> And it was, they added it in this song. So that was cool to see, cool to know that, you know, Dave heard them play this. It was like that, that right there. I need that in a song. And that they made cool. it work. Yeah. They did make it work. Um, then Nolan, <laughs> the song that we thought was being played last night, but wasn't, um, and showed up and has quickly become one of your not so favorite tunes. Funny the way it is. I just, yeah, man, not a song I'm looking to see anymore. Uh, I'd say it's their most average song. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, did Norlander rate that as his most average song? I think he said Spaceman. I think Norlander said Spaceman. Yeah. yeah. I think we said funny. I think we did. he said Spaceman. Okay. Yeah. So, shout out to Norlander for being wrong. It is funny, <laughs> actually, the way it is. Yeah. And it was fine. Like, it was it was good. And they, they actually nailed it. They didn't miss a note on this one. Um, so I think it's a really good version. Dave sounded great. He's been sounding really, really good the whole weekend. Yeah. But we were kind of, eh, it's, don't it's night three. It. Like, come on. Yeah. Let's, and it's night little... three. Come on. And it's That Girl Is You, which was interesting because Dave said, like, this one's for Mavis Staples. And maybe that's who he wrote the song about. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It was no. it was an odd thing to say, and then they started that, um, which is always better than the album version, so that's cool. Oh, but yeah. oh, not yeah. really the tour debut. I'm sure we were looking for Night 3 of the Gorge. Didn't, yeah, Night Night 3 of the Gorge doesn't scream, that girl is you to me, uh, which is why we 
left to go on a on a potty break. Potty break. And uh, as we're coming back from the potty break, we hear that. <laughs> of course, pig starts as pig. we're on the way back, as opposed to you know, something else. But we were really hoping for pig this weekend uh, in any format, and we got it. And we got it full band with shout out to Elijah again on the keys. Elijah, I apologize, we forget your last name, yeah. my friend, but you. Good job. You held it down right there. Buddy was on the drums. Yeah. And you held it down with the keys parts uh, to replace the violin there on Pig. Major song, major part, and you nailed it. We heard it. Yeah. Coming back from the bathroom, so you know you got it right because <laughs> we couldn't see you and we weren't being biased by being in the pit or like whatever. Yeah. We were listening. It just sounded good. It sounded good. So you know that it was good and it was Pig. So that was awesome. And you know, Buddy also sounded great on it. Buddy did. Um, Held his own on the drums. Good for him. Yeah. I can't wait to hear that one again. Yeah. Um, just because when you hear a song that you really, really love, you almost don't pay attention to it because you're just singing along and just loving it. So I can't wait to hear that one again. And then Nolan, a song that we love, made its debut here at the Gorge, tour debut. It should yeah. be played more. I know. Number 27. Man. Uh, what a good crop of songs that was 27 and Cornbread and Write a Song and Little Red Bird yep I but, think we uh, talked about it during the show we did we did but yes always a welcome song in any set list 27 was great they all sounded awesome on it and uh, uh, Tony Hall also making an appearance now um, did he uh, did he play on 27 when did Tony Hall okay Tony came out for Pig. That girl Tony was, was there on That Girl Is You. Sorry, okay. we're vamping here because we're trying to read off the almanac to remember exactly when who came out for what. And it looks like Tony did come out for That Girl Is You. So, yeah, he was on Pig and stuff. Um, so he was definitely here. Appreciate on you, Tony, learning all these songs in like a very short amount of time. Yeah, we heard that you had to learn somewhere between 12 and 20 songs in a two or three day span shout out tony hall he's the man uh, yeah he's the man holding it down on the low end yeah filling in for filling in for dave's brother stefan it is so windy windy. if you can't tell uh Uh, but getting kind of chilly but uh it's gonna be bedtime soon it will be bedtime soon but not before the band went cover heavy cover central for the rest of the show just about um but i was totally fine with this cover they've done it dave and friends before but hey bulldog first time hey bulldog dmb another beatles classic oh my gosh we get come together and hey bulldog back-to-back nights yeah this was a love uh, that this is a very welcome addition um at first i was like man i know what this is but i don't know exactly what's going on and I finally figured it out. Um, I'm sure Nolan picked up on it immediately. Oh, yeah. I just hadn't listened to David Friends in, in a while, so I forgot what it was. Um, and not that I've listened to the Beatles version anytime soon either. So <laughs> ju- it just completely eluded me. It was awesome. It was great. Um, and it was very welcome. I can't wait, wait to listen again to that oh, yeah. a second time. It was just missing Dave barking like John Lennon at the end. <laughs> I mean, come on, Dave. I know you're a fan buddy i know you're a fan too buddy yes so appreciate the beatles love this weekend that was 
another highlight for the entire weekend for me. Uh, I think we fell asleep during the next one. Can't stop. Uh, honestly, if you just like, I was, we're wearing our Grey Street Pod shirts at the shows. You could just tell what songs we like and don't like by if we're standing or sitting. <laughs> That's it. And, yeah, if you're uh, sitting behind us, which some a couple people messaged us that they were sitting behind us tonight. So I'm sorry if you got offended that we sat down during Can't Stop. <laughs> okay? We sat down a couple times. Uh, Can't Stop being one of them. And the other reasoning is because the Gorge Hill is like this. <laughs> oh my so God. it is a lot of strain on your back and knees. So steep. And even songs that we actually like not tonight but the other nights yeah. we sat if we could see because no one was in the way in front of us we would definitely sit just just to kind of enjoy um but yeah can't stop it's <laughs> so windy <laughs> can't stop was actually the last it was the last dmb song um until honestly jimmy thing until the closer of the show of yeah. the weekend um so that was a little weird because here we go. We're going cover centric here. Um, Mavis Staples came out next, right? Yeah, she did. It was cool. They uh, they said this was unplanned, um, which we can actually confirm. We have a buddy. Uh, shout out to Mike. So cheers, Canadian Mike. Cheers, Mike. Um, but we noticed that she wasn't on the set list. He had a printed set list. Um, and she was not on there. So this Dave must have been like, he was he was honest when he said that this wasn't planned. I guess they were going to play the song, and then they brought Mavis out, but they had, uh, I can't get no satisfaction here, but with a couple other uh, teases there, uh, Rolling Stones teases, we had, uh, what do we have there? Brown, Brown sugar, sugar and bitch. bitch and uh, I can't get no satisfaction and, I can't uh, get no. It was pretty wind. cool to see Mavis uh, come out. She's so little, and she came out. She's so sweet, and she's wearing the DMB 2021 tour shirt. She like, literally was wearing like the tour boss. shirt from the merch stand. It was amazing. I hope they gave that to her, and she didn't have to buy it. But uh, be embarrassing. Yeah, that was. I mean, this was great. Um, I was hoping to see it full band Jimmy thing into satisfaction um, this weekend before all the shenanigans happened but that was cool um, enjoyed that and obviously getting to see Mavis was great we were hoping to get Mavis with Spoon Bruce after hearing her sing though I'm not sure it would have like been the best fit for that song um, yeah. I know Dave could have just played it himself yeah there were but uh, he didn't there were two songs from <laughs> two songs from BTCS before these crowded streets that we wanted. Well, there were more than that. All there were them. two that we really wanted and we thought had a really good shot this weekend. Uh, Spoon and Dreaming Tree and neither were played and that's it's a bummer. Uh, Last Stop has been a staple here recently. Uh, Mavis Staples staple, actually. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Mavis's voice probably doesn't fit with Spoon, and that's perfectly fine. She's pretty amazing. It was a pipe dream. Um, yeah, it was a pipe dream, and we just kept thinking about it, but whatever. We got that, and after that, we actually got a Sly and the Family Stone cover, which Tony Hall um, kind of led his own. Yeah. Um, we honestly vocals. didn't We didn't know what, what song it was. Um, I don't know who did. If You Want Me to Stay. It was yeah. the first time DMB has played it. Tony uh, was lead vocals. 
Dave joined in a bit. Um, but yeah, we Googled it and Sly and the Family Stone, uh, love Sly, did not know this one. Um, so that, <laughs> that makes three Sly covers this weekend. Uh, yeah, it was wasn't the best. That they jammed hard though. It was a great jam. We definitely talked about that to where it was. Um, we were like, this jam is awesome. So actually, yeah. take a listen. You to should this. listen. And I'm excited. And if this was a Dave and Friends type thing where you're expecting covers, yeah, I would be like, holy shit! <laughs> you know, they they kind of nailed it. They did. Um, they oh, they nailed every song. They, they nailed every tonight. song, and they we, were. We want to be clear. Last night, they had a couple of train wrecks. Tonight, they bit. did not. No. I don't think they missed barely anything. No. They were Buddy on, was on point. They were on point. Tony was on point. Rashawn conducting. Dave sort of conducting. Elijah. Elijah was out there. I think that they did a fantastic job. Um, and, you know, we'll have to talk about that for the closer, which was Superstition. Three nights in a row of a cover for a closer with a, I think, with a guest all three nights. Did the first night have a guest on uh, uh, Sledgehammer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, horns, dumps, dumps the funk horns and uh, Tony. Dumps um, the funk. So, yeah. So, we had Sledgehammer. Three nights in a row. Sledge. Uh, what was last night? <laughs> it was, uh, I want to take you higher. That was it. And then the, uh, another Sly in the Family slide. Stone song. And this time we get a little uh, superstition, which Stevie was Wonder awesome. cover. Stevie um, with Robert Randolph wearing a uh, Rugrats white jumpsuit. <laughs> that Dave <laughs> said, "I'm glad I didn't wear that." Dave said, "I was gonna wear that. Was I'm glad wear. I didn't." <laughs> um, so like, yeah, I guess uh, Robert Randolph made him jealous. They uh, tore it up, though. I mean, it was. It was a long version. It was long. Ten minutes, maybe? Yeah, it was fantastic. Um, just again, you know, we came out here to see DMV songs. Maybe a Watchtower cover, uh, which DMV has made their own song at this point. So, I don't know, just a weird run in the show. I can appreciate the thought um, behind it all. For sure. And Dave just wanted to give the best, most energetic show possible. And he did it. I mean, he, they absolutely pulled it off. They did it, but, you know, wasn't just quite what we were hoping for when we uh, bought tickets to come out to the Gorge. Yeah, when the last uh, 30 minutes of the set, Dave isn't playing guitar. Yeah. It's a little weird. It's not what you want. Um, with, with guys that are generally not in the band. Yeah. Taking lead and taking you out of the set. Yeah. You I think know. you were sitting down, and I looked down, and I was like, Dave doesn't have a guitar right now. Yeah. Because I was hoping it was going to be rhyme, or rhyme and Reason, and uh, it was not. Yeah, but I was trying to take a quick rest, and Dave said, you know, we've, we're going to play one more for you, and Robert Randolph was going to It was 10 o'clock. I was like, what? We're out at the Gorge, and you just took stage two hours, you know. They took stage right around 8, maybe a little after. Yeah, it was such a short set. For night three, I don't know. Um, well, so hold on. Odd. Yeah, after, well, going off of that, another I don't know was the encore tonight. Um, <laughs> and you're probably tired of hearing us complain, although I think we've done a pretty good job of complimenting them about night three. But Sister and Jimmy thing encore, 
just uh, I love Jimmy thing Dave and Tim. Obviously, we keep saying they do everything great. Duh. Which is what we got. Um, sister is a snoozer for me. Um, <laughs> it's a nice song, but uh, we're talking about Gorge Night 3, Encore, Sister Jimmy thing. That's a big what? And then the in- the ending of Jimmy thing too. Tim just like, it seemed like they almost messed up. And Tim just like kept playing and then just like stopped. And Dave was like, okay, bye. Yeah, there wasn't really like a peak. Uh, there wasn't like a big jam. No. There was just, I th- they may have messed up because I think I agree there with Nolan. I was a little surprised. Uh, it just petered do, out. Yeah, it just like stopped all of a sudden and no one really knew what was going on. And people were just standing after they walked because Dave <laughs> just kind of waved and thank you very much. Uh, we'll see you later and walked off. And we were like, is there going to be another encore? Nope. No, they turned the lights on, but people oh. just kind of stared. We could see the entire floor and the pit and like the lower reserves, and people were just kind of like, "What?" And before Jimmy thing, Dave approaches the mic oh, and says, God. "This guy over here just yelled for Halloween. <laughs> like I'm gonna play that, spending the whole weekend out here in the desert." Yeah, he middle fingered whoever asked for Halloween and. We were on the lawn, so other people were also asking for Halloween, but it wasn't any of them that <laughs> including he was addressing, us. including us. And he acted as if, you know, this time... What a preposterous three days, idea. Three days in the desert and singing and screaming, what that would do to his voice. And you know what? I do get it. Dave, you've screamed all weekend. You have... We've complimented your vocal range all weekend, oh your vocal God. abilities and all of that, but... He sounded great, but you could have you could have done that, honestly. Easily, uh, we we heard you do it during die trying. Scream last night during die trying. Scream during Watchtower. Watchtower. And if you don't want to necessarily scream during Halloween, you don't have to grovel scream. You can figure. I've it heard out. Dave and Tim versions where there's not a ton of screaming. Yeah, and I know that, Dave. I know it. You could have you could just scream a minuscule amount. Um, I'm pretty sure that Rob (laughs) does uh, your vocal stuff and is very good at his job. You wanted to do it, you could have pulled it off. (laughs) So that was a little weird that you did that and then went to Jimmy and then y'all didn't play a jam. Well, then calling the the guy out about asking for Halloween was like... It was weird. And the show was just over. And the weekend is just over. It's over around 10.30, right? Over right around 10.30, 30, 10.40. Oh, weird. Just like, what? Um, and, yeah, Dave and Tim ended every show. They ended the weekend, which is fine, I guess. But, you know, why not have Jeff and Rashawn and Buddy play for an encore song? And especially after we've been through the weekend of not having Carter or Stefan give us the other guys we also paid to come see yeah um, I thought there should have been at and least they deserve to be up there yeah there should have been at least one more song yeah I mean I, we it, all thought it was gonna we thought it was gonna be Rapunzel mm-hmm. to end and then maybe something else I I mean I thought it'd be an, a quiet song Rapunzel and then Halloween I guess I'm a fool for thinking that because obviously Dave can't sing in the desert like that. Yeah, you know he sounded amazing, um, but 
Yeah, I'll, I don't know. Night one was my favorite night of all the shows, and I think because it was very DMB heavy. Yeah, I think, oh man, that might be my favorite night too, especially with the uh, unpredictability and not sure what's going on, and maybe that helped with the band, you know, with them up there. They couldn't learn all these covers. There was a ton of covers. Everybody, I think there were close to 15 or 20. Also, I will say, like, in the SiriusXM uh, live from home Dave solo shows, he got very creative with some yeah. of the solo songs. You've got the Dave and Carter sessions, very creative set list there. And then I look back at Dave and Tim um, and Dave solo in the DMB2 sets. Um, in 2014 and 15 and some of the stuff they played there and I don't know it was just kind of missing I feel like You Never Know was like the only song that I was expecting something of that caliber to be played Dave Solo and or Dave and Tim I don't know it was just like man two more covers tonight I don't think that we're overall disappointed by any means um but still had a same, great time. The, oh, oh, yeah, and we would come back anytime. But yeah. at the same time, you know, everyone here came to see DMB. They didn't get it because of COVID uh, positives for uh, Stefan and Carter. And then, so I mean, hey, Dave, like, you know, what did we kind kind of come to see? Now we're getting gypped out of that, of no fault of your own, Dave. But I would think that you'd kind of figure something out and that something may not be a bunch of covers that half of the crowd doesn't know or yeah. that half of the or that a hundred percent of the crowd didn't pay to come see they came to see your songs that you wrote and which is which is fine um because y'all did a great job um yes. with the covers y'all did a great job with getting everybody on the same page and doing all this stuff and it is oh dave was working his tail off getting all of that together yep. for the covers and it's every, incredible he it's did incredible like for them to pull off this weekend with what happened is it's impressive yep. um but yeah but we just, also think at the same time you know if you can play take me to tomorrow um to start the show you could could have also played spoon solo <laughs> or just beach ball or you know something that's something a, that's different a dave song Something that the man wrote? Yeah, something that you wrote. We didn't come to see Pete Seeger songs and Bob Dylan songs and, um, you know, Be <laughs> I mean, I guess Beatles songs are great, but it's it just is what it is. We saw so many covers that it is. Well, let's just call it what it is. This was a Dave and Friends weekend. It was weekend. a Dave and Friends weekend, and that's kind of going to be the name of the podcast probably. Yeah. Um, and it is Dave and Friends, and that's fine. It's fun. But, but it's not what we signed up for. It's not what anybody signed up for. And it's not of their f fault, per se. A lot of great things went into this. Dave, shout out to you. You did a fantastic job. Um, just, you know, it's, it's okay to feel a little bit like, oh, man, I'm, you know, I wanted, I wanted more uh, Dave Matthews Band songs. Yeah, yeah. We just wanted more of our favorite band songs and yeah. not uh, covers. I think Three Nights of Dave and Tim would have been probably a little bit more of uh would have been more appeasing to the crowd because it would have been mainly dmb songs yeah um and that's a possibility i think that you know the consensus was around us um and just from people that we've talked to that they would have 
wanted more Dave Matthews Band songs yeah. uh, performed by the guys of the Dave Matthews Band that we had. Um, <laughs> and it's unfortunately that we didn't, or it's unfortunate that we didn't have two of them. Hopefully, Bend gets them, um, Irvine gets them, but we'll see. Uh, hopefully, they're doing well. That's really the main thing is that we hope that Fonz and Carter get better. Yes. We do get to see them again. We are sending good vibes uh, your way. Good vibes your way. Always. And, um, yeah, it's just an unfortunate situation. But if you're listening, s- don't feel don't feel bad. We still had a great time. Uh, now we're just going to have to come back. Yeah, we still love the Gorge and would love to come back. Um, and we'll see what's next. And now we're going to have to wrap up our Gorge weekend, which is super sad. We're wrapping it up with a cool evening, a lot of wind, and we're going to have to get up in five or so hours oh, to God. start packing and stuff to get out of here and catch our flights back across the country to the East Coast. And um, by the time you hear this, we'll be back home with our children yes. and um, missing the gorge. It'll make me cry for sure. <laughs> um, I'll miss this place, miss the experience, yeah. uh, miss the time with uh, my brother Nolan and um all of our family that we've met around here has been awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, and hopefully, you know, wherever you see the band next, they play more DMV songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll second that for sure. I mean, it's been a great time. Uh, just hanging out and camping has been a super cool experience. Um, definitely not the weekend we had planned on. Um, but, yeah, we'll be back at some point. We'll be back. Anyways, we loved our first Gorge experience. Um, Shout out to our neighbors here, Alex and his crew, Rachel, uh, Donna. We've met great people. And for everyone who came up and said hello to us and that you enjoy the podcast, uh, that means so much. And uh, when we started out doing this, we never thought ever that anyone would even listen. And now... Uh, when we go to shows, people stop and say, hey, love the podcast. Keep up the great work. We appreciate all that. That's uh, yeah, so cool. It means a lot, and we appreciate you guys for listening. Yeah, I think we had, man, we had a bunch of people this weekend even recognize us by our faces, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, but we have a bunch of people. We're going to forget names and not be able to shout them out. They were all right around here in Premiere. We met yeah. you maybe at the porta johns at the sink um at our campsite at other campsites at the show on the lawn everywhere um at uh cave b yeah um even at the at the water today i think maybe um, even saw we a guy who was at, at our park oh yeah at the park yeah i even saw a guy who was at our tailgate in raleigh and was like oh hey great street pot guys yeah and wow okay it's pretty awesome so, so if we cool. forgot your name we apologize. We still appreciate you. Love you more than anything. And, um, yeah, we met a few people even at the View Bar oh. there at the Gorge, which is awesome. Oh, yeah. If you if you are uh, have never been to the Gorge and you're going, um, go to the View Bar. Really, really cool, even if you have to wait to get out on the little patio. Um, we met probably five or six different people. I know. That's crazy. Different groups, different people that uh, had m- – knew the podcast just right there at the bar so that was really cool before uh the show tonight yeah but um yeah nolan i think we're done with uh the gorge weekend unfortunately i know Um, it's over it is over but uh yeah here we go we'll have to uh continue to talk about the band um for the rest of their west coast swing and then they venture back east for some exciting shows at like spack 
Um, and then, you know, you get into the fall slash winter with a potential album and uh, MSG yeah. and who knows? Yeah, MSG maybe going to be uh, promoting the new album. That's what uh, those shows are going to be for. It seems like, <laughs> I would I would assume. Um, so hopefully good stuff on the way and hopefully Carter and Fonz are back and the band is back together. So, yeah. Good vibes to Carter and Fonz. Uh, we love you guys. And I know that Dave and the boys missed you. We missed you. Everybody oh, in yeah. the venue missed you. Oh, yeah. Uh, can't wait to see you next. And uh, we'll see everybody else next time on the corner of Gray Street. <laughs> wait a minute. We had some more to say. We're about to leave. Uh, beautiful Seattle. It's a little sad today, but you know, we were just like so grateful that we got to make this trip. Once in a lifetime trip. Gonna cry. Shedding some tears. Gosh. We are uh we had a great time together and with our wives and uh a great time at the shows. Yeah, I mean, it was a blast. The band was on fire. Um and we're gonna miss this place and miss seeing them here and hopefully we'll get to come back in the future. Uh, yeah. We loved it. We loved it so much. Um and yeah, can't wait to come back. Yeah, and all in all, I think you know. There's some obstacles thrown uh, Dave's way, but they just, he rallied. And like the showman that he is, I think it was his goal to put on a great show so that everyone would have a good time. And he did that. They definitely did that. Yeah. They worked their asses off. Thanks, guys. And we saw stuff we'll never, ever see before. And we saw Buddy Strong absolutely dominate. It was awesome. We dominated. Everybody dominated. We'll have much more to say later, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for a great weekend. Cheers. Cheers.
Sounds like 